With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Let the show begin. Damn. Y'all feel that? Oh. This is the Finesse Media Podcast. Season 3. Check it out. The number one show focusing on HBCU News. Hey. With guests, Ooh. entertainment, Ladies and, and surprise co-hosts. You put me in an awkward situation. Now, here is your host, Ken Finesse Media. Another episode of Finesse Media Podcast. Welcome back. It's a brand new day, and I'm your host, Ken Finesse Media. And like I said before, on each and every uh, week on Finesse Media, we talk to people that's finessing the game. So thank you again for joining us. This episode is brought to you by Latrice Murray Views. So if you need your photography done uh, in Missouri, hit her up, Latrice Murray Views at gmail.com. Uh, and also, this episode, I couldn't do it without my sponsor, L.A. Richardson, author of A Double Play Summer. Make sure you check that book out. It's also available wherever books are sold, and it's also uh, one of the hottest books being sold on Amazon right now. So L.M. Richardson, author of A Double Play Summer. It's a really good book. Thank you to our sponsors, and we're going to get right into our sponsorship. We'll be back with something brand new. Here we go. Which starts as the best summer ever quickly turns into a foul play. DJ has to give up her bedroom and the most important softball tournament of her short career. Without DJ, the team isn't confident they'll be able to make it past the summer softball showdown for a shot at Nationals, as it turns out. The summer wasn't a total bust but was far more rewarding than DJ could have ever imagined. Unexpectedly, DJ makes the all-star team, combats trauma, and goes on a date gigging with Jonah Payne. A Double Play Summer by L.M. Richardson can be purchased on Amazon in print or digital formats wherever books are sold and is also available in Kindle Unlimited. Latrice Murray Views Photography. Professional photography that won't break the bank. Latrice Murray Views Photography does it all with stunning photographs. Book your photography session today at lmviewsphoto at gmail.com. That's right. That's right. We're back with another episode of Finesse Media Podcast, Season 3. And just before the break, I was telling you about a Finesse that's coming on later on in this episode. And it is my girl from Oak Cliff, Texas, Precious P. Hall. 
uh, who's a hilarious comedian out in Hollywood. So we'll talk with her about her journey uh, coming from Oak Cliff all the way from Hollywood. And she's also my alumni sister of the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. So that's big and that's huge. And then also, each and every week on Finesse Media Podcast, if you're new to the party, you know that we talk about and spotlight HBCUs. So this week is all the way from that boot, that boot Grambling State University. Uh, listen, I love Grambling, those that know it. Those that know I was in the band. It's a slight rivalry with Grambling and UAPB. But Grambling has always been um, the marching band uh, that has been around, seen around the world. Folks know them. Uh, a well-known household band name. So Grambling State University is our HBCU of the week. And with that being said, let's get into the HBCU of the week. Here we go. Historically black colleges and universities commonly called HBCUs are defined by the Higher Education Act of 1965 as any historically black college or university that was established prior to 1964 whose principle was and is the education of black Americans and that is accredited by a nationally recognized accrediting agency or association determined by the Secretary of Education. It's now time for the Finesse Media Podcast, HBCU of the Week. <laughs> My favorite part of the show is when we get to highlight HBCUs when I get to do that. Uh, it's a good thing to do uh, just because... HBCUs matter. So this HBCU of the week again, Grambling State University, also known as GSU, is a historically black public university in Grambling, Louisiana. The university is home of the Eddie G. Robinson Museum, and it's listed on the Louisiana African American Heritage Trail. The university is a member of the University of Louisiana System and Thurgood Marshall College Fund. Grambling State's athletic team compete in the Division I of the NCAA and are known as the Grambling State Tigers. The university is a member of what I love and who I love and what I say always is the best conference of them all, the Southwestern Athletic Conference, better known as the SWAC. So, man, HBCU of the week is, you hear it first, is Grambling State University. So, Let me just say, and let me bring some music back up, and let me just say, Grambling State University is a great school, and I love the university, but I could not tell you about the experience at the HBCU, Grambling University, because I didn't attend. But I got my soror, Azeda Fabeda, joining me tonight to talk about her experience at Grambling State University. So show some love. Welcome to the podcast for the first time, and I hope I get this right, soror. But what's up? Give it up for our soror. And a Vanessa, I'm sure she is. Femi Alau. What's up, Sora? How you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for the welcome. Listen, I had to take thank it very you, slow because I didn't, I didn't want to mess it up. So, Femi Alau, welcome, Sora, to the podcast. How you doing? Thank you, Fred. I'm well. How are you? I'm very well, uh, and thank you again for coming on as a short notice. I want that to be publicly known. My Zeta sisters show up, and shout out to my store Crystal Lynn uh, from Grambling State as well. So y'all gave that love from the sisterhood, from Zeta, and from the Grambling State alumni. So 
being an alumni from Grambling State University, tell our listeners about the experience. Um, how did you come about? Uh, are you from Louisiana? Tell our listeners who you are and what made you choose Grambling State. Well, first of all, one, thank you for the opportunity. Shout out to my line sister, Crystal Lynn, um, for letting me know about this opportunity. But um, to my Grambling experience, I was um, a student athlete in high school and I played soccer and I went out to different showcases. I was recruited by Grambling my senior year and they offered me the best. They flew me out there and uh, honestly being from Colorado, I was craving something new, something different, didn't know what I was looking for, but Grambling definitely offered just that black culture it was uh, just the, the whole campus experience. It was new to me. It, it was something I just didn't know that was out there. So mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. I went out there, my eyes were big. I had the culture shock, but I absolutely loved it. <laughs> and so the opportunity to be able to get further my education and play Division One soccer was super exciting okay. to me. Okay, I was going to ask that. You filled in the blank, but you played soccer at Grambling. Uh, and so shout out to the soccer teams because I remember being on campus uh, at UAPB watching the soccer team and the girls' soccer team used to work so hard in, in training for those matches. So on the soccer team, you were at Grambling, but I heard you say also that they flew you out from Colorado. Is that where you? Is that where you're, you're where you're from? Yeah, so I was born in Denver, raised in Aurora, and um, I grew up in Colorado, and uh, so just kind of part of that NCAA process when you go out to uh, visit schools. It was one of it was my recruiting trips that they flew me out there um, to one, see if I liked the school, see if I was a good match for the team, and uh, it was one of the best decisions I made to, to go to Grambling. Okay. And I must say that on the soccer team, we were the two-time SWAC division championship, West division and two-time SWAC champion. Let's bring that up for an applause. I got show, my ring. Show, show. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, that's super dope. So, no, shout out uh, to you and congratulations on that win. Uh, but being at Grambling University, what did you major in? I majored in mass communications and had a business uh, minor course. in business administration. Of course, of course. So, with that follow up, uh, what are you doing in your professional career? Uh, is it something with that degree, or what are you doing? So um, post-Grambling, I went on to earn a dual master's in sport administration and educational leadership. And so I spent the first part of my career as a high school athletic director, and I moved on to college. So I'm currently the assistant director of athletics at Robert Wesleyan College in Rochester, New York. Oh, man. Listen to this black girl magic. Okay, so I did say before uh, you came on to speak, in your in my in, in, you know in your introduction that you're a finessa I'm sure and you're definitely someone oh, thank uh, you. as the as the credentials as the credentials uh, continue to roll out so uh, uh, finesse in the game so you're in Rochester New York I lived in uh, Watertown New York for about two years what a crazy place oh, I <laughs> I went to oh it was a crazy place and then but I did go up to Rochester. Um, my wife was in the military at the time, and um, which had us at Watertown or Fort Drum uh, base. But I did my training in Rochester for about two um, years. So Rochester is a cool place. I love MIT that's up there. Is it MIT or RIT? I think it's RIT. Uh, 
they have RIT one of the, you know, yeah, it's RIT, one of the uh, technical schools. So living in Rochester, how do you like living out there? Do you miss Colorado? Do you find that Rochester will be home for you? Um, I definitely miss Colorado. I think it's challenging moving during the middle of a pandemic. So, you know, trying to create culture or community has been a little bit challenging, but I think the rest of the world oh, so you, is in the same phase. Okay, you just moved out to Rochester? So I moved last fall, but um, I traveled a lot for work, and then uh, the pandemic shut that down. So when I was able to kind of try to explore the city, uh, the city itself had shut down just due to all the different restrictions. And so New York, mm. they're not playing, so... It was locked down no, no. this summer and this fall. Cuomo got y'all over there locked down. Cuomo ain't playing with y'all. Cuomo is playing Cuomo. no games at all. Cuomo say get back in the building. And with that being said, let's get back on campus. So, Data 5, Beta Sorority Incorporated, happy 100 years, Soror. That deserves an applause. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, I know you mentioned Crystal's your LS, and I know much about Crystal, but I need to know about you, Femi. Tell our listeners and myself, when did you uh, join Zeta Phi Beta, and what also made you choose Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated? Very general question, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I uh, joined Zeta Phi Beta spring 2008 at Grambling State University and Psi Beta chapter, and for me, it was just about the sisterhood. I, I have two blood sisters. Um, I was fortunate to walk onto a campus and be part of a sisterhood playing soccer, but for me, I wanted something more in addition to add to that experience, um, knowing that the Zeta is global. There's connections worldwide, and so um, I had already been doing community service, the, the principal scholarship service, uh, everything. So like it's it's what I stood for, and so being able to see the qualities that were important to me and characteristics that are important to me just embodied in an organization. I knew that was home. I knew that was a fit for me. So I have not regretted my decision. Of course not. You wouldn't, uh, and I, and I too. Spring two thousand seven. We so we're initiated around the same time. Uh, you know, it, it gets refreshing. I don't think I've been. I don't think I regret it ever. I think I continue to benefit from it. Right? You're, you're meeting new sorors every day. Um, it, it's a great. Oh, it's a great thing to be a part of. So. As I close, again, thank you, Sora. Uh, I know you're on the East Coast time, and, and I know you want to get back to what you got to do. So, again, thank you for joining the podcast uh, tonight. But my last question. Thank you for I having all me. My H- <laughs> oh, you're welcome, sis. You're welcome. I ask all of my HBCU alumni, HBCU uh, retirees, I call those the folks that didn't graduate, but they went for more an extended amount of time, and they got the experience, <laughs> and, it's, and it's all love. So our HBCU retirees and our supporters, I ask Absolutely. them all, what do you say, Femi, to those that say the HBCU experience isn't, an, isn't relevant today and going to an HBCU will not land you in a position as if you would have gone to a predominantly white university. What has been your um, reply I would say, to that? I would say more Go right ahead. now, more than ever, it is very relevant to attend a HBCU. 
I mean, you literally have your whole life to be a minority, but um, I think just given the, the climate of society where we are, when we're still talking about racial issues, when we're still arguing about black humanity, when we're still talking about Black Lives Matter, I think that at a HBCU, it's not an argument. <laughs> when you're around people who understand mm-hmm. you as a person, who are invested in you, who want to see you grow and develop, I, I went to an, a PWI and I didn't have that same experience. I will say that Grambling did equip me for the world. And when I do go on interviews, even though I have my master's elsewhere, we speak about Grambling. And it doesn't matter <laughs> where I interview. It's always the conversation is about Grambling State University. Tell me about it. And I'm like, absolutely. I will absolutely tell you about that experience. I will say that they prepared me for life and the life after. And so to be mm. able to participate in that, you can't get that. You cannot replicate that anywhere else. So I say Grambling, why not Grambling? Grambling State University, where a place where everybody is somebody. Mm. We'll end it on that. Y'all heard it here. Sora, Femi, allow. Thank you so much, sis, for joining the podcast and blessing us with your gracious words. Let people know if you're on social media how they can keep up with you. I myself got to keep up with what you're doing because I know uh, you'll be back uh, on this platform. I'm going to ask you back to talk about what you got going on. So how can we follow you on your social media? Absolutely. I'm more um, visible on LinkedIn, first name Femi Alau. So it's F-E-M-I, last name is A-L-A-O. And that's an easy way to connect with me and shoot me a message, drop me a line, but would love to connect. That's what's up. So, Ro, thank you so much. You have a good night. Uh, And thank you so much for joining the podcast. Support the brand, y'all, and continue to support this black queen and all things that she's doing. Femi allows Zeta Phi Beta, Grambling State University alumni. Thank you, sis. Thank you so much for the opportunity. You're welcome. You're welcome. We'll be back with something brand new. You're listening to Finesse Media Podcast, where each week we bring our listeners the hottest topics in entertainment, media, sports, HBCU news, and special guest celebrity interviews. When we are on air, you are in tune with what's brand new. Crazy as it is, we back, man. Another episode of Finesse Media Podcast, Season 3. Again, we're back with the great Finesse. Somebody uh, that I'm close to and been waiting to speak with forever. Uh, you see her. She's hilarious. She's an actress. She's somebody that I, again, say that's been finessing the motherfucking game and keeping people laughing in uh, and out of the club. So from college, that's what we started at. But again, we're going to jump all into it. Make some noise. Show some love for my girl. We know her as P-Hall. But welcome to the podcast and the Finesse Media uh, Season 3. Precious Hall, baby. What's good? <laughs> hey, still. It's so good to see you. Thank you for having me. Man, still, I know. I'm <laughs> in Dallas and you in L.A. I'm in your home. I'm trying to hold it down, doing the thing. Uh, and again, you're out in L.A. doing your thing. But how you been, Queen? Uh, I have been maintaining, sure. I'm blessed. I've been busy. <laughs> I've been busy. <laughs> we'll so, no, so that's about it. a blessing. Yeah, <laughs> we'll so that's a blessing in the midst. And um, so I ain't caught that COVID yet. I ain't caught that Corona. Coronavirus. Ain't nobody stunned and, and driven about nothing now that we got a, a new president elect. Uh, so Woo, man, kinda, really? <laughs> <laughs> shit. 
Wait, well, I know. I don't want to be the one. Let's toast to that. Let's toast to that. Peehaw, my girl, from Dirty Dirty Dallas, Texas, from South Dallas, from Oak Cliff to Hollywood. Oh. Talk to us, man. How you been? How did you get this whole start? I knew you from college, as I mentioned, or, uh, you know, just bringing you on. Right. University of Arkansas, right. Pine Bluff, you see us in the building each and every week. It, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You ain't on the house, yeah, flat in the building. No, so, um, yeah. How did you get this transition? This transition. This transition? Um, How did you get this transition well, <laughs> from being on the yard, making folks laugh, being the hip hop project, being the actress, and now taking off in LA, man? So, and you've been over there for striking years. So, what's going on out there? What you working on? What's been up with you? Uh, well, I, I have a comedy album out. What happened to Precious? That's on iTunes. I shot that in Dallas. Um. And uh, I do a podcast called On These Hoes that's on All Deaf Digital. Um, well, All Deaf, my bad. That's every Thursday. And then, uh, <laughs> so, I don't know. I've just been doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I mean, comedy is that it's just, um, you know, ever since the quarantine, we've been doing a lot of virtual stuff. So I've also been on the All Deaf Cannabis. We just got back from Vegas shooting stuff out there where we just smoke a lot of weed and shoot a lot of footage and play cannabis games. <laughs> I give my blunt opinion while we smoke blunts. And right. It's just really cool. Yeah, it's really cool to be able to, you know, like, you see in school, like I was in the theater arts and doing the hip-hop project where I didn't know it was really comedy I was doing. I, I was just doing shit. <laughs> you know, we did that hip-hop, but we all wrote our own stuff, and mine just happened to be funny, but I didn't look at it like comedian, but then I was like, I'm going to Cali. Right. And then I came around here, and so talk about your, your early experience, because I met you in college, but I got to only imagine that growing up, you've been making folks laugh since you've been a baby in Oak Cliff, Dallas. So talk about your upbringing in Oak Cliff, uh, Texas. I was born, yeah, born and raised in Dallas, Oak Cliff, Texas. Um, graduated from Kimball, but yeah, I grew up, um, I was a normal kid. Shit, it was me and my brother, I had my big brother, and we... I mean, from Little League, we was little athletes. <laughs> he was an athlete. I was a cheerleader. And, you know, it was it was cool. We were just regular badass kids getting in, mm-hmm. <laughs> messing up. And um, and then my brother got a scholarship to UATV. And then I didn't go at first. Like, I was going to, like, a community college chilling. I don't know. I was chilling. Okay. I fucked up a lot, y'all. My brother got a <laughs> But that's how you do it. You flip it and you yeah. figure out what works and then you become a finesse. Yeah, a finesse. Yes, I like it on me, y'all. Yes, and that's kind of what happens. Like, I was forced to go to school. Like, you better do something with your life, girl. You going to college, what you going to You going to go here or here? You going to do something. You can have my house. So, <laughs> so meeting you, as, meeting you as, as this crazy, talented person, super down-to-earth chick, as you mentioned, you know, uh, your brother went to UAPB and you followed him. And being on campus, again, making folks laugh and being really one of the most popular people on campus. People knew you precious for your hair, your nails, your swag, uh, and really being the Virgo queen. Hello, Virgo. Virgo. Virgo Nation. <laughs> but what was that moment or when was the moment when you said, okay, I have this special gift or talent? When did it happen for you? Do you remember that moment? Um... I, I do remember that moment because I think I would always say, talk it a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm speaking, like I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. But I think the moment really came when like, that was probably like, if this is 20, 20, it was probably not even that long ago. That was six, it might have been six years ago when I was 
I did a comedy. It, really? it was like, um, yeah, it was only like six years ago when I like realized because you know you can do a lot of stuff, you know, in the hip hop project where we we rapped, we did poetry, you know, it was kind of like stand up at the beginning, you know, and realize it was a lot, you know what I'm saying? So you you know you're creative, but you don't really know like what you're supposed to do exactly, mm-hmm. you know, you make your own plan, and it's like, no, nah, this ain't quite, you might be. <laughs> Right. <laughs> How about you get up there and tell your story? You know what I'm saying, and really get into some shit. So mm-hmm. it's hard to be that vulnerable, but I think I, I I messed up in comedy so much. I felt like I was just did good, and then I would do horrible, and then I feel like I my heart broke. So then I took a class, really, okay. and it wasn't like they taught, teach you how to be funny, but they teach you certain tools. You know, they help. Mm-hmm. I even called Mr. Brightness. You remember Mr. Brightness? Yes, I, like, I remember Mr. Brightness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, can I take a class? There's never anything wrong with taking a class, you know, like, nobody can teach you any, you know, like, the real shit, but, like, they can, it is certain things and triggers and this, and, like, it, it was cool, and I think the last night of that, we had a show at the Improv in Hollywood, you know what I'm saying, that was 2014, mm-hmm. and I think that night, because, you know, everybody else is bringing people they know, and I didn't have... <laughs> 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 I didn't have anybody so for it to be a packed house and only two people came to see me and the way it was the response like I was like oh I'm really supposed to do this you know uh-huh. like and, it's my and, shit yeah it's my shit okay so yeah it was cool so how did you respond because you said that you struggled in comedy for a minute how did you kind of bounce back from getting I guess sometimes uh, not applause uh, for you know your performance and being on stage because it's not easy it's not easy at all and um you just got to get your ass back up there. I know it's hard. <laughs> like, because um, when I first did it, you know, I was like, I wanted to do acting, so I came out here, and then I was like, it was easy to get on stage, so then I did it, and it was real good, so I thought I had it in the bag, and <laughs> do it again, it was like, trash. And then I kind of let it go for a while, too, because I'm like, I ain't what I want to do no way. But it's like, you really don't want to put it in the work. Work mm-hmm. is hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because you really have to get up there and get nasty in front of people. You know, it's not really funny to get up there and talk about other people and other shit. You have to talk about yourself mm-hmm. and your life. Because so, I'll, I'll yeah. see you, man. I'm like, precious out there at the J spot, which we showing, you know, um, for those that's watching, <laughs> we're, you know, rolling your clip while you're there. How was it being working with uh, J. Anthony Brown? Shout out to my frat brother, Pi Beta Sigma. Um, how about working at the J spot and doing sets up there? Uh, I think it was. It was, it was cause you're very. You're up there every week, every month. It was. It was often when they were open. It was very often. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was amazing. You know, like I felt um, J. Anthony Brown really embraced me. He showed me a lot of love, and I appreciate him. Like you know, he opened his club to new comedians. You know, new comedians, old comedians, whatever. Like. Mm-hmm. He is just a lover of comedy, and he's talented, and you know, <laughs> he likes it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, he, and it's just like, um, it's really crazy to go from like watching people to working with him. You know, it, it really is. It's, it's, a, it's a blessing. Yeah, he, he is. He's funny as hell. <laughs> that man is funny as shit. No, that, that man is a natural funny talent. I had a, a, yeah, a yeah. actually in Chicago. Uh, to uh, for the taste of Chicago, and uh, we yeah. did some blue five stuff together, so that was a real special moment uh, for me. Uh, but like I say, man, I'm here in, in, in Texas, you in LA. Do you ever come back to Texas, uh, you know, to kind of do some spots? I'll be there next week. Oh, I was gonna say, you know, COVID, <laughs> but wait, you said you're here next week. 
I will be there next week. I also, she. Okay, but- I haven't done anything all year besides what, my special one shot in January, so I'll be going to the Earl Spence fight on December 5th. <laughs> no, no, definitely. When, you, when this COVID thing left, man, I know uh, you've got to get into some clubs uh, when you're down here, but when you are coming down here next week, are you doing any, any performing or are you just coming to visit? No, no, no. This is not a performing thing. I, um, the show I am doing out here um, is this weekend, but it's a driving and performing because, okay. you know, I'm still nervous. Like, people, <laughs> I know everybody back back, but I'm like, ugh. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I turn, I love it too, but, you know, I'm not that. I look now. <laughs> <laughs> and you're full of life, which is, which is like a perfect name for your precious when you hear it. When you are going through this corona as a comedian, how difficult, if any, has it been for you to create and to be still funny? Man, you know, um, I think, too, you, you worry about that, especially in stand-up, because, you know, that's like, right, you know, it's like you really got to do it and <laughs> keep doing it. It's not like you can just chill, shit. But I think I've been blessed because of the podcast where, you know, at least every week we can just talk our shit and, you know, mm-hmm. it helps you to stay sharp and stay mm-hmm. on your shit. And, um, I think it's, uh, with the creativity, though, I'm always thinking of silly shit. And then life is funny. So I'm always like, oh, let me write that down. <laughs> oh, let me write that down. <laughs> oh, that shit was funny. So I said, oh, boy, let me write that down. And that's what, that's what I love about comedians. Shout out to Hope Flood. She's been out, she's out there in L.A. where you are. She was my first guest yeah. on for this season. But that's kind of what we were talking about. When you're funny, you're finding funny shit all the time. And that's what being a comedian yeah. is. Like, I take my hat off to comedians because it's the toughest job because you have to be current. Don't nobody want to talk about any Michael Jackson or anything that seemed to be too soon. You have to be perfect in timing. Um, so all of that, like she did. She hope has that um Camp. Hope is hilarious. Shout out to Hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shout out to Hope. Well, she kind of help, help and coach people because you just can't get on the stage and grab a mic. I, I think I have a good time being funny, but I never get on the stage. <laughs> I'm never getting on right. there and trying to do what Fred is doing uh, and balance yeah, yeah, yeah. because that's a difficult task. Ugh. Yeah, it's, it's a different thing. But, but then, too, it's so fun, too. It's like it's crazy. It's like that crazy love you in love with. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you break my heart, but I keep going back. <laughs> you know, I love you. <laughs> it's a love and hate. It's a love and hate. But but yeah, and especially it's more love than hate. And I think I most feel with seeing other people happy. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, it would be like, I really needed that, and I was yeah. going through this, and I'm glad people understand. And it's not like I'm the one crazy bitch in the world. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I'm glad people do get it. It's like, whoo, she crazy. Like, mm-hmm. Some things you don't know if people are going to catch you or if they're really taking offense to you. Like, oh, uh, you know, okay, you really get it. You they, got oh, a sense of humor, goddammit. Damn, laugh. <laughs> people are, people do get offended. And, you know, when you when you believe in what you're talking about, you just have to figure out the funny in it. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's been cringe, but I'm like, this shit funny. And I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little dark, but it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're going to figure it out. But, like, yeah, and you have to work through that. That's why it's like a lot of people be like, ah, oh, they ain't funny. They ain't... No, we just have to work on it and really, it takes a while to, like, mm-hmm. get the jokes out of the way. Mm-hmm. Right. And people just drop a song and that's it for forever. <laughs> <laughs> right. If it got a dope beat, uh, you, 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 <laughs> one of the two, you're good to go. Yep. But you took a way, I took a step where you're still doing comedy, definitely, but you're also multitasking. You talked about it, so let's jump into it. On these hoes podcast. Y'all ass is crazy. All of you <laughs> are crazy. Every single last one of y'all are crazy. Shout out to the entire uh, ensemble. 
So yeah. talk about on these host podcasts. Uh, talk about your hosts, who they are, let our listeners know, and what the podcast is about. Okay, um, on these hoes is uh, basically <laughs> a women's fugle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not for it. It's for everybody. I'm just saying. But no, it's um, me and um, comedian Camira White is produced and directed by Cynthia Lucier. So it's our females, you know, we in there, all us black women. And we basically, we named it on these hoes because that's the expression I use often. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like you're like, oh, 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 we get to be us in our natural form, you know, without the pressure of like, let me laugh right now. It's like we do right. conversational talking. So it's cool. It's like, um, it's really cool now. Because we were doing it for a long time and not getting paid. Shit, mm-hmm. it was called somebody else. And we were on the platform and we were working like motherfuckers. Shit, <laughs> we were speaking God. But now, you know, we are just <laughs> No, that's that, that that's a that's a cool thing that you three comedians really can. Is the third person I know that she is, is all three of you? Well, the other two are the comedian. Are they comedians too? Well, my co-host Camille White is a comedian. Cynthia does do stand up, but she mm-hmm. she does mostly directing, hosting, writing. Um, okay, I thought so, but that's I what that's what's cool it, about yeah. it. Three of y'all, you know, female comedians, which is not tough, you know. Shout out to our black queens, man. Kamala Harris is making this thing shake and rock, and I, I can feel it. But when you have uh, females in, you know, certain careers, it gets very competitive. It gets certainly challenging. And, you know, uh, comedy is one of those things. It's male-dominated, so it's not that many females in. So to have, that, you know, you guys are coming together uh, on a project and not necessarily overshadowing each other's egos. I enjoy the podcast uh, set up. It actually is cool that you can see it, too. Which is also yeah. because listening to it is is one thing, but when you can see the hilarity and in, in, in the room. <laughs> what season are you guys? Are you are you guys still taping? Um, we actually well, we we haven't we haven't taped. We tape, we tape again at the end of December. We we both tape now so that we can get them done. <laughs> so we shoot episodes, you know, and so we have them. Um, We'll be shooting again by the end of the year, basically, and okay. so going into next. But we don't like, I don't know the season. Look at my dumb ass. We on episode 30, what, two? <laughs> you will lose count. You, you will lose count yeah. because you're having so much fun making folks laugh, doing exactly what your shirt is saying, uh, is saying uh, uplift. Uh, yeah. I love that shirt, by the way. What is that shirt from? Yes, it was sent to me by them. Y'all look up Uplift Clothes, and they have some dope stuff. You see how it reminds you of Barton, and it actually really has a Barton nice. saying oh, it has on the back. back. So for people look. who can't see, it says Uplift on the front. On the back of it, it said Uplift Clothing, and then it said, that ain't no damn puppy. Puppy. Barton, remember? Oh, Martin. I said, that ain't no damn yep. puppy. <laughs> okay. Because remember Martin said it on the show. Uh, when he was, uh, <laughs> when they was trapped out in that little thing, I think was it when they yeah, came in the room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so that little first. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us again, who who makes that shirt? It, 
Uplift clothing, y'all. Support them and they stuff. Yeah, they are very uplifting. And people that's finessing the game. But being a podcast co-host, what made you be a podcast host but what happens to Precious Podcast? How did that get started? It's not what happened to Precious is my uh, is my special. That's the comedy oh, album. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So talk to, yeah, uh, so talk, to talk to our listeners about that special. Oh, uh, I was really excited, y'all, because that's my first special. It's my <laughs> first one. That's my baby, you know. And then I'm I'm happy because she's gonna live forever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, oh, I got the other one. What happened? My bad. My earpiece talking about okay. the low battery. He's She's moving these things on these hoes. Uh, Precious is hilarious. This shirt right here, <laughs> while you get your shit together, I don't know if people can see <laughs> But uh, what that dick do? You crazy. Because that's, <laughs> that's the first piece of merchandise I started to see uh, from you. And I said, this girl is out here in L.A. cutting up. Them people go kick her ass out of L.A. and send her back to, <laughs> uh, hashtag Hollywood back to Oak Cliff on these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. So we're going to keep talking until you can catch me. You hear it now? I got you now. I got you. Yeah. I did switch there. You know, we be listening to and Charge. But, uh, special, man. First special. That's why I get Where did that title what? come from? <laughs> because I feel like you know, um, I've changed. I, I've changed a lot. If you do change in life, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking as a kid, <laughs> and from being like a kid raised in a Seventh Day Adventist church to mm-hmm. you know <laughs> to um, somehow in the midst of this, going smoking weed by high school and doing this <laughs> and, and graduating early. And then not going to school until some years later. And then I just really, it's just kind of like, you, what happened to her? You know what I'm saying? Like, what happened to Precious? So I thought it was, it's just a real topic. And, 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 the, and un, when you listen to the special, you just hear my life. You know, it, it is funny, but it is like real, real shit. You know, <laughs> like real shit that goes through it. I, I really feel about stuff. You know, my life and my family. So <laughs> and who- God. <laughs> so who inspires you which is my kind of my segue to a question I ask each guest that come on the podcast as again you're brought to this podcast platform because you're someone who I saw out that is finessing the game so just as a you know if you're just tuned in uh, you know you're checking it out because my girl Precious is on it's because she's finessing the game but again I ask every person every finesser who's finessing the game Who's that person for you, Precious, who's finessing the game? So not that person that you may model after or want to model after per se, or but who is that person for you that's finessing the game? Who is that person? Rest in peace, who Alex Trebek, man. You know Jeopardy. I was going to do that. And that's what I was going to say. You know what? You know, Alex Trebek. I, I, I did not want to say like, down there. When you said the presidential... Yeah, no, uh, when you did the presidential thing, I was like, you told me, yeah, we got something to celebrate. I was like, but this is the next day. <laughs> the very next day, we are very sorry to inform y'all. And it should be like, it's like, that, that game was one day. And then it's like, one. boom, come on, baby. But you know. Rest in peace, but, uh, Alex Trebek, man. Rest in peace to him. Yes, yes. Very cool. Dude. They should stop the show. Like I know him personally. They should stop the show. I don't think they should bring another host. But who's that person for you, Precious? 
who finessing this thing? Who out here doing it? Well, you like, damn. You know, not even necessarily so. And I, I kind of, if you're still thinking, I kind of open it up to, it's not even a person. This can be a brand. Okay. It's whatever that's, or whoever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, finessing the game for you. <coughs> but these people who already own it, own it. But she's really doing it. Because you know how Rihanna, she don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Everybody want to album. Rihanna said, no, I'm going to do makeup. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this for the big women. I'm going to do this for these. Like, she just no, went on her sure. own path and blew up. And I know. But I'm saying, of course, she's been finessing the game. So that ain't like you wouldn't know that. But mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like, hmm, I don't know. It's going to be Oh, Dave Chappelle. He came back. Dave came back, but he never was not connected because he always kept his money and he was always smart and knew what he was doing. But then when he decided to come mm-hmm. back, he like, oh, I'm going to bust out and do this. Y'all drop me these meals for these couple things right here. Then I'm going to do this because I feel like it. And mm-hmm. then, you know what I'm saying, he got some more shit coming on the back end. Like, he's pretty tall. Now, he always, now he a finesse. He's finessing the game, definitely. Now, I tell our brother. <laughs> So that was coming. That's a that's a definitely a uh, good person that's for that's the game in the Virgo list of, of of people to include, you know, our late great Kobe Bryant and who we got still rocking with us, Beyonce. The list goes on and on. But I wanna I wanna double down on that question, Precious, and I okay. think you may be okay. the first uh person I'm gonna do this with. But that same okay. question, that person that's for that's in the game, somebody we don't know. Okay. Somebody that um, you may want to highlight and say, Hey, this person is finessing the game because we may not know that person, but we would because Precious, you know, is telling us about that person. So who's that person that's finessing the game that we don't know? Um, yeah, do y'all know? Mm-hmm. Do y'all know Just Niche? Just Niche. She's from Chicago name. too. Yes, I've heard of and, um, Very funny. We've done like one show together with um, <clears throat> excuse me, with Ray Grady. I'm in Chicago one time, but Just Niche is doing her thing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like she she's doing a tour right now with some. Women with Vivica, I think it's produced by Vivica Fox. So she out with like a stream of Franklin, Crystal. Um, Crystal is from Houston. Mm-hmm. So let God damn it. See, I would get Crystal's And then um, <laughs> Kim Kale. God damn it. But shout out to all of them. You know, but Nisha's doing her thing. She's doing that. Then she also do shows um, with Corey Holcomb. She's also, um, she has like a uh, eyeshadow line out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. Okay. She just and then she's just a genuinely good person. She always show love and give love and I like I like just me. So if y'all don't know her, make sure y'all follow her. Fuck with her. That's what's up. That's what's up. So no, that's that's a that's a good one. If you're not following Just Niche, I know the girl. She is from Chicago. Um, but check her out. Uh, and that's what I think I wanna also kinda highlight for people, you know, doing that. Yeah. Let me know somebody who I don't know and put somebody else on because that's really what it's all about inspiring folks and helping somebody else that comes along so that's a good segue to my next question when you're okay. thinking about being a comedian and being particularly from you know from the south now living in LA in a, a, a pool of, of talent and out in LA what gives you or not know some more, what, what not so much what gives you but what is the inspiration that you would give to some other people that is scared to take that leap from traveling to another state, maybe it, or if it's to go into a career that they're scared to go into. What does Precious say to that person who's scared? Do it anyway. <laughs> if you're scared, do it anyway, because yeah. I was scared. I didn't have a plan. I didn't know, you know, what I was doing, but I knew I wanted something, you know, mm-hmm. so I just went. And 
even if you have to go back and regroup. Because I didn't even have to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. And you do what you have to do. But make sure you follow. Just make sure you do it. If it's in your head to do it, do it scared, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, figure it out. Shit, be a goddamn move with your husband and go out to your dream. Shit, be a, like, whatever you got to do to figure it out. Don't just sit around and think about it. Because that's what I, I always went back to those thoughts. Like, I need to figure out what I'm doing. I'm in my 30s, early 30s. I'm like, fuck, what I'm doing? You know what I'm saying? What happened to I don't know. It's going to be this. What happened to But you, it's never too late to figure it out and to do whatever. So um, take a chance. Bet on you. You're going to bet on anybody or you go work for somebody else. Or you go bet on you. Even if you are working for somebody else, still bet on you on the side. Shit, bet on you is the main thing, really. But bet on you because... It was so much that, you know, even to the point where my mom was like, just forget it. I'm just going to go be regular. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Go be a teacher. Go do this. You know, you didn't do it. But mm-hmm. I'm like, you're going to hate yourself later. You can marry this dude and have this normal family, but you're going to hate yourself later. <laughs> <laughs> go after your dream, man. That's right. This man's going to let you down. This man going to let you down. You're not going to let you down. Facts. That would Facts. be my, yeah. Facts. Thanks. No, two words, Precious. Thank you. That's two words. Inspire people, uh, you know, by that saying, just jump, just do it. Bet on yourself. You know what I mean? And you playing subscriptions for something else. Just bet on yourself. Invest in yourself. Even if you got to get a logo, even if you got to just step out there. So those are real words. Um, even if you can only afford to just purchase your name, just yeah. get your name.com. Get your own domain for a year. It's only... for the year, you know, just get something to start you going with your shit. Like, that's you, you know. Yeah. People love to have you under them. We're coming into a new year. Hopefully, we'll be out of this pandemic. So, I know you got some stuff that may be cooking and simmering that's probably waiting to pop off. But what's coming up for Precious? What can we expect? What's next for you, Queen? I'm so excited. I just have, um, a few things in the mix, you know, as far as like shows and this is just the stuff that y'all would really, really like. And as well as with all Dev coming out with some more stuff, you know, some new stuff coming out, footage coming out with them. But then um, as well as working on my own sitcom, Precious. Uh-oh, uh-oh, <laughs> and, uh-oh. Come on, yeah, we can get back uh, into the acting thing. <laughs> exactly, because it all comes full circle eventually, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so. Um, I'm excited about that. Like I said, and I'm working on this stuff with my friends, you know, collabing with my people. So it makes it that much better. It's not like pressure, like, I had to go with these people and put on a face. It's like, these my people. I'm like, hey, right now, bitch. Okay, well, let's see. <laughs> well, let's see. But it's cool. And I'm, um, I'm really enjoying now. And I think I've gotten past the point of feeling like I got to have this or it got to be this. You know, I really love what I do. I enjoy it. So. I don't trip no more. Like, I used to get angry and upset and just everything makes me mad. And now I feel like I'm just kind of gliding, like, cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because uh, you're in this moment, man. You know you, what you're doing. You're focused and you laser in. I think I sometimes as I continue to see you move your hands and I'm like, yo, she's been doing this nail thing forever. You need to get an endorsement with some nail salons. <laughs> Listen, this no, is not, real. not even trying to, uh, style has always been just, crazy amazing so yeah with these nails and that creativity there you might want to get some uh, adjustments there somebody gonna be checking yeah, I know, I know. you yeah, said I'm what with I'm for them yes y'all uh, see, they, see bring them closer to the camera so they can see them not too close because some of them let me say you know, I, I, I ain't got this done yet <laughs> oh this one you might okay don't look close <laughs> <laughs> but y'all see it man 
Fresh is you so much fun, man. Queen, listen, I wish you nothing but the best and, and continued success. Um, appreciate you for joining me on this episode and having, uh, you know, our listeners to be introduced to all of the things that you've got going on. So on these hoes, they can check it out. How people can follow you and keep up with everything you got going on. Yes, you can follow me at Precious Hall Comedy. That's on Instagram and I think Facebook. On Twitter is the number one Precious Comedy. I think it is. I just started going back on Twitter, y'all. I'm so horrible. Mm-hmm. I just been on Instagram only, but at Precious Hall Comedy though. But um, thank you for having me. I'm so proud of you. Like your whole setup, you so professional. You got it together. You <laughs> ATV always showing love. You know what I'm saying? You in D town on these hoes. So that was that's just- so cool. Like, yeah. Dallas, is a, Dallas is a good place. Like the air is beautiful. The air is different. The air is clean. The people are like you know just friendly, and, and it's a yeah. really artsy place. Uh, so you always welcome to come on back. You know, if you ain't working out in L.A., come on back <laughs> and shut this city down like you've already left it. How yeah, dare you yeah. leave this city? You already. Oh, I, you have to leave and come back. You know, people don't, they don't appreciate you till you leave and come back. Ah, that bitch right up the street. Well, I'm already saying this months in advance, y'all. As we did with season three, we had a fantastic rap party in Deep Ellum. Dallas came out and showed love. UAPB came out and showed love, right? But yeah. season three rap party is going to be crazy, and Precious is going to be in the building. Yes, yes, yes. Let's go. All right. So you heard it. You heard it here. Yeah, let me know early so I can make sure. August the 26th, 2021. August the 26th, 2021. I'm looking for my phone. I'm on it. Okay, let me write it. Precious is going to be in the building. So I already confirmed. Each guest I'm asking that they attend and be present. But, man, Precious, continue to do your thing, love, and... what I want to say to you is, uh, what these old got going on? Is <laughs> <laughs> that you think? What's that? Hey, now, you know, you know these hoes ain't loyal. Man. Easy. If it's too easy, don't take it. You already know. <laughs> Precious man, holding it down. You heard it here. Again, another episode of Finesse Media Podcast, Season 3. Precious, have a good night, Queen. You're listening to Finesse Media Podcast, where each week we bring our listeners the hottest topics in entertainment, media, sports, HBCU news, and special guest celebrity interviews. When we are on air, you are in tune with what's brand new. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.